Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Getting along, keeping unity in the church of Jesus Christ is possible. I know that there are a lot of obstacles that come along. We have uh, people's different personalities. We have different passions and interests. We have uh, different philosophies. And we even have different uh, beliefs in areas that are not uh, essential. And, and all of those things come together, plus circumstances that come up to uh, create a challenge in getting along in the Church of Jesus Christ. And we need to admit that. We need to be honest and open and transparent about the fact that everything is not perfect in the Church of Jesus Christ on a practical day-to-day -day basis. But, speaking of practical, there are some very practical things that we can do to guard unity. We have been looking over the past three podcasts at the one another's in the New Testament. These are commands that Jesus has given us, and when obeyed, when obeyed consistently, they can produce practical unity in, in the body of Christ. Now today we are taking a look at the last nine of 33, the last nine one another's, and these one another's are very action oriented. And so I want you to just listen very carefully because these are things when we act upon them, uh, they can make a real difference in, in how we get along in the body of Christ. And I know you want to do that. And by the way, if you haven't done so, I would encourage you to listen to the first uh, three of this series because um, they are very, very important. So here we go with our nine one another's today. And the first one is found in John chapter 13, verse 14, where Jesus was meeting with his disciples on the night before his death, and they were in the upper room, and they uh, were there celebrating the Passover, and this is where Jesus instituted, first instituted what we call the Lord's Table or Communion or the Last Supper, uh, and, and it is definitely one of the um, ordinances or sacraments of, of the church. And so in that uh, setting, uh, Jesus said in John chapter 13, verse, verse 14, If I then, the Lord and teacher, washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. Wash one another's feet. So that is our first one another. Now, uh, in the context, uh, when someone uh, came to uh, uh, their, someone else's home, that host would greet them and would wash their feet. It's kind of like us offering someone a cold drink today. Now, why would they wash their feet? Because obviously there, there wasn't uh, uh, modern transportation in those days, and so they walked, and, and their feet would get dirty, and it was a way of showing hospitality. In this particular meeting on that night, no one washed anyone's feet, and so it would have been... At, one of the disciples' responsibility 
that night to wash the feet. It would not have been the rabbis, the teacher's responsibility. So when no one else washed feet, Jesus actually did. And uh, he was showing a serving spirit. And he says, if I, your Lord and master, your rabbi, your leader, if I have been willing to wash your feet, you ought to also wash one another's feet. I grew up in a tradition uh, in, in, in the Free Will Baptist Church where they actually took this literally and they washed one another's feet. I have done it many times, and I want to tell you it is, it is an awesome experience. Now, I will say that that is not what this is all about. It is not in today's culture literally about washing somebody's feet. Jesus is not commanding us as a church to literally wash one another's feet. Nothing wrong with it. If you've never experienced it, it is a humbling and a wonderful experience. Uh, I would recommend it. Uh, it's not something that I practice now on a regular basis because I'm no longer a part of that tradition for many, many years, but uh, I certainly have done it even since then. But it's not something that, that we literally need to fulfill, but rather the idea is of washing one another's feet is being willing to serve one another. And that's another one of the another wonders that we, one another's that we uh, 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 have, have uh, studied in an earlier podcast. But it's the idea of being willing to humble yourself before another and to and to bless them and to take care of their needs and to serve them in some in some way and i really encourage you to take that seriously and act on it and wash somebody's feet so to speak by uh serving their needs by humbling yourself to to do that and and uh, I could say so much more on that, but I have to get to these other eight. And so the second one another on today's is teach one another. And that's found in Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. I so much love this, this uh, verse. It says this, let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. Now that is very important to understanding the rest of this. You've got to saturate yourself with the word of God. That's an ongoing process until the day we go to heaven. I really encourage you to do it because everything else is based and founded on the truth of the Word of God. Let it richly dwell in you with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another. Teach one another is this second one. Teach on a practical basis. Now you may say, say to me, well, I'm not a teacher. And you do not have to have the gift of teaching and you don't have to teach uh, publicly in front of a group of people. But I believe Every believer is is uh, called to instruct or teach one another based on what we know in the scriptures. In other words, you should you should be I should be filling myself up with the word of God and then letting it overflow onto others in in a godly way. Um, you know, your opinion might be important, your philosophy might be important, but it has no equal when compared to the Word of God. That is ultimate importance, and that's what changes lives, and God wants us to share the Word of God with others, to teach others. And so, saturate yourself with the Word of God on an ongoing basis. Have a plan to read and to take in and to study and understand the Word of God, and then pass it on to somebody else pass it on. When we give it away, that means that we are retaining it and understanding it even more. The third one another that we're looking at today is found in Romans chapter 16, verse 16, and it's another one that I'm kind of chuckling at. It says, greet one another with a holy kiss. Uh, 
Now, this again is a cultural thing in that uh, Eastern culture, even to this very day, uh, when when the men will uh, meet each other, they will greet each other with a kiss on each cheek. And, and Paul there is not telling us literally in today's culture to kiss one another when we meet because in in many cases that would be odd that would be out out of out of place it's not uh, generally a culturally accepted thing where men greet each other with a kiss now it, it, it'll happen uh, sometimes in certain situations where where uh, a, a, a family member uh, a gentleman will give give a, a cousin a kiss on the cheek or a mother a kiss on the cheek uh, but that is not the norm out in culture in general, but what is the norm is a is a nice friendly handshake, or 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 a, a quick hug or something like that. But the point here is, is to recognize, honor, respect, uh, greet one another, and we need more of that. You know, it, it's amazing to me when I see how cold we can be and how how insensitive we can be and how we can ignore one another and and. And Paul says, take time to say hello and, and recognize people. Well, I've got to hurry. Uh, the fourth one is speak to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. That's Ephesians 5.19. And it's very important that we sing, and we sing scripturally-based things. Uh, and so speak to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Much more could be said about that. Number five is encourage one another. First Thessalonians 4.18, and Paul had just talked about the coming of Christ, and he says, you know, there's more to life than this life. Jesus is coming again. Encourage and comfort one another with those words. The sixth one is found in First Thessalonians 5.11, and it is build one another up. Not tear one another down, but build one another up. How do we edify one another? How do we build one another up? The number one key way is based on the Word of God. Sharing is, we were talking about teaching one another, build one another up, encourage each other in the Word and out of the Word, and say encouraging words to each other, not tear each other down. The seventh of nine today is confess your sins to one another, James 5.16. Now that one's a scary one, isn't it? And I don't think it necessarily means that we get up in front of a whole big group of people and just list everything in our life. As a matter of fact, don't do that. But what I believe it does mean is in uh, the right context. Uh, for example, you're building a relationship one, with one or two other brothers or for the ladies' sisters, and you, and you share with each other and say, I'm struggling with this. Pray for me. Help me. Hold me accountable. Encourage me. Uh, there is a place for confessing our sins. And there, again, there's so much more that could be said about this. Uh, a whole teaching and sermon could be said about that. But be aware of that and be willing to build transparent and vulnerable relationships with, uh, with a, uh, a small group of people. You know, not a large group, but if you have two or three good friends that you can share the depths of your heart and your life with, you're a blessed person and there's a place for that. What is going on in the dark it will hurt us. You see, things need to come to light. That's the way we grow and the way we overcome sin and temptation is by by sharing with somebody else that, that loves the Lord and has our best interests in mind that we can trust. We need to do that. And right in that same verse, James 5.16 is another one. Pray for each other. You know, that, that we, we need prayer. We need depending on God. And we need others depending on God on our behalf, lifting us up. We need to be praying for other people. Uh, what does your prayer list look like? Who are you praying for? 
Uh, what lost person are you praying for salvation? What b- brother or sister in Christ are you praying for? Uh, pray for each other. Prayer is powerful because it's calling on the all-powerful God. And we have a uh, constant 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week uh, um, access to the throne of God. That is such a place of grace. The ninth and final one we're looking at today is found in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 9. And it is offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. In the days that this was written, there there weren't there wasn't a proliferation of hotels and motels, so believers would open up their homes to other believers that were traveling, or they would open up their homes to other people. And oh, how we need to hear this today. We need more hospitality. We need to slow down our busy lives and take time to open our homes and our hearts to people and show hospitality and interact with others. And we need to show hospitality to our unsaved neighbors, our unbelieving neighbors. Open our home, interact, develop relationships. How else are we going to share uh, the love of Christ with others? And so this is a great one to, to, uh, to bring into our lives. Well, 33 one another's over the, this and the last three podcasts. I hope that you will check them out and uh, that, that you will begin acting on these one another's so that you along with me and many other believers can work hard to keep unity in the body of Christ as we obey these commands of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, until the next series and the next podcast, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.